Hey everyone, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Billy. And this is Not Just Sundays, the podcast that takes us from going to church to being the church. Each episode, we'll look at how to take the words of Scripture from the page to the pavement. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Not Just Sundays podcast is brought to you in partnership with the Ministry League Network. To hear other podcasts like this, as well as a ton of other resources, download the Ministry League app or go to ministryleague.com. Being a Christian is an everyday thing, not just Sunday. Welcome back to the Not Just Sundays podcast. I'm Jeremy. That's Billy over there. It is. Uh, for those of you who are just listening, I'm back. that was him. Yes, he's <laughs> yeah. back. He showed did, up again. I decided to come back, so I don't know why I wouldn't have, Yeah, I know. So um, we talked about this last time. Let's talk about our outfits again. We're yeah. the exact same outfit. We decided to wear, since we talked about it, we yeah. figured, well, you know what? Look, we're the exact same outfit. It's TV and podcast magic. Yes, it is. Right, yeah. Yeah, and I made sure that we set everything up exactly the way it was. Um, <laughs> and so, oh, and some exciting news to talk yeah. about. Remember, uh-oh, we actually, uh-oh. because of your generous donations, <laughs> we've actually decided to hire an engineer, right? That's going to do yeah. all of this for us. All yeah. the editing, all yeah. the set so, design. Especially the quality uh, of these. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wish we could. Yeah, so maybe we can hire an intern for uh, that or something. Yeah. yeah. There's Anybody been a, out there there's been a lot going on behind the scenes with yeah. us that has caused me <laughs> yes, to wish sir. that we had someone <laughs> that did the editing and the recording and the... And the audio. Yeah, this is stuff they don't tell you about whenever you say, hey, let's start a podcast. Yeah, but it's been a fun adventure. It has, uh, yes. And you all have made it a fun adventure. <laughs> Why, yes, they have, our our beloved yes. audience. Yes, especially like Elizabeth Chan, yeah. you know, there you Melinda Collins. Yeah, we got we got some avid listeners. <laughs> Amber Frizzell, I found out's one. Oh, hey, really? Yeah, Haley Woodall, you're out there. Whoa. So we got some avid listeners. Man, yeah, some shout outs out there, yeah. So thanks to y'all for, yes. for listening. Yeah, and we do. I think we grow through yeah, this. And we especially do. Even if no one listened, we would have fun. Right, and especially yeah. today as we continue this uh, discussion with Ryan, Dr. Ryan Fraser, he, some of the things that he points out in his book, it's like, it's like I knew that, but I didn't know that. It's like it's, it's so practical, yeah. and he's going to talk about where some of that came from today. Yeah, and he, again, he's just so easy to listen to, you know, oh, yeah, and he's man. fun to talk yes. to. And so uh, the fact that he took time out of his schedule yes. to come fit us in. Because he's mean, a busy dude. Yeah, well, I'm just thankful that we were able to. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. Most definitely. So let's so, get back into it. You're Yeah, ready? we're excited. So this is that second part of the interview we had yes. with Dr. Ryan Fraser. And hope that you enjoy this and that you are as enriched with this discussion as we are right. uh, having had it with Dr. Fraser. So without any further ado, let's, let's get into that interview. So, you know, when I read books like this, uh, I gravitate a lot toward those chapters that kind of just tell me, okay, here's what you can actually do. I'm a real practical kind of thinker to where like, I love information, but when I can be told like, you know, from someone who knows what they're talking about, here's some things to practice. And chapter 11 to me, kind of, I gravitated toward that. When talking about depression and anxiety, it kind of seemed like this was at the peak of that discussion in my mind. And, and one thing I would love for you to discuss a little bit is you talk about the 100 year rule in that chapter. And I actually found it to be kind of funny the way you talked about, it. I don't know if it's meant to be funny or not, but uh, can you kind of talk about what exactly that 100 year rule is? And along those same lines, how do we stay present focused rather than always being future focused as individuals? Yes. Um, so one of my, some of the best stuff I pick up is when I'm speaking at churches and somebody comes up to me afterwards and they tell me a story, you know, and, and this was the case of where I learned about this 100 year rule concept. I was uh, 
speaking on depression at, the, at some congregation. I can't even remember where. And this elderly lady come, came up afterwards and said, um, Dr. Fraser, you know, I just want to share something with you. And she said something that she had found really helpful because she had battled with depression um, at different times in her life and still was a, a recovering depressive, I guess you would say. But uh, she was probably in her 70s or so. She said something that she had had tried or had kind of come to terms with that was that if a hundred years from now, the thing that she was warring about and just fixating on in the moment, if a hundred of years from now, it didn't amount to a hill of beans, if it didn't matter a hundred years <laughs> from now, yeah. then she would just let it go. She yeah. would let it go. So that helped her to prioritize, you know, what things do I really need to be more concerned about um, rather than worrying about all manner of, of things that most of which are A, out of our control, B, will never even come to pass, C, really don't matter in, mm -hmm. in, the, in the eternal scheme of things. I think Jesus was under something in Matthew 6. <laughs> he talks about, don't worry about tomorrow because today is enough trouble of its own, you know, yeah. and that the Lord. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Amen, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think Jesus, uh, he, he, uh, he understood things from an eternal perspective in a way that most of us, any of us don't, right? So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, being so future focused on our plans and on our, the, all the what ifs, man, we're not even guaranteed today, you know? So focus on the things today, be the best version of yourself you can be today. Yeah. Realize that um, ultimately, here's a little secret, folks. Ultimately, you're not in control. <laughs> Maybe you don't realize. But you just dropped the um, truth bomb. Yeah. <laughs> even with your children, you might think you're in control. <laughs> Ultimately, it's the Lord. He is sovereign, and it it comes down. The bottom line with this is coming down to trusting in the Lord with all your heart, leaning not on your own understanding. Right, just trusting that. God's got this. He, he, he knows what I need. I can do, I'm going to do my best and let God do the rest, you know. Um, and worrying about next week or next year, not that we don't plan for the future. I'm not saying be irresponsible. We, we try to plan, but there are so many things that um, is in this world, you know, there's, there's no such thing as, as physical financial, familial security. There's really not such a thing as that. That is an illusion, my friends. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing that we can know and, and trust in is that God has promised that he is with us always to the very end of the world. He is with us. And uh, I think about Psalm 34, 18. Uh, God is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Yeah. You know, so... Trusting in that, not getting caught up in all the what ifs and mm -hmm. and when this happens or that might happen and running yeah. myriad of, of of projections. A couple of years ago, who would have said, "Hey, a year from now, the whole nation's going to be locked down. We're going to be wearing masks. It's going to be this pandemic." <laughs> who would have possibly no, nobody had any yeah. 
notion of that, right? Mm-hmm. So just case in point, um, deal with deal with today and, and serve the Lord today and love your family today. Serve the church today. Mm-hmm. Don't get uh, hung up on right. Extra. And that makes me think of James chapter four. Uh, we've talked about that before mm-hmm. here on this podcast. Yeah. The idea that, you know, those of you who plan to do this or that yeah. or go here and there, yeah. you know, it's, it's what the Lord wills. Yeah. And it's that present moment yeah. of, is it God that's going to be in control or myself? Right. right. And it's not wrong to plan make for the plans, future, yeah, but travel. yeah, make sure that God's at the forefront of any yeah. plan that you make, right? Because he is ultimately the one in control. And sometimes he can take you in a much better direction than you ever thought you could, or that you could well, for. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We've got to, we strike that balance, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and I find, you know, I, I catch myself, I'll just make it personal, you know, I, I catch myself sometimes longing for the summer, and I am longing for the summer. So let me be clear on that <laughs> vacation and then time off and travel, you know, going to the beach. I, I'm, I'm longing for that. But I can long so much for that that I miss. Now the right. the blessings right now, even today, the little moments right now that are even hanging out with you guys. This is this is fun. This is joy filled time. Right. And um, yeah, there, there's so many other things going on that we can be worrying about and stressing about. But um, let's let's look for those glimmers of light that. Those little blessings that God just is is pouring into our lives moment by moment. Amen. Yeah, and there's something else you present in, the, in this book, and this what I love about your book is you strike, I think, to me, a really good balance between you know scripture and and faith and and prayer and and uh, you know that connection to other Christians, but then you also include some things that are you know practice based, like from your experience as a counselor. So, like even in that book, you you take somebody through, you take a person through the thought shopping technique. And I think that's really neat. That is, it's a clinical tool that you use, but you know, when they, when somebody reads this on the page, it's like, Oh man, that makes sense. But that's the advantage of having a person like you who has that training and encouraging people to, to go and find a person who has that training to help them in these circumstances that they can walk you through some real world kind of practical techniques that are going to help you to do the very thing you talked about not get lost in, you know, you know, on the what ifs, but concentrating on what is, what's going on right now, and then connecting that in your spiritual life for sure. And you have this wonderful, wonderful picture of, of what your life can be, even in those days where, you know, it's that deep shade of blue, like you talk yeah. about, you know, in your book, that there's the different shades, the different colors, you know, kind of how you feel and love that color wheel that you come up with. It's such a practical, cool way of looking at how do I feel today? And, uh, and I love that. There's all kinds of practical things in this book. I just, you know, it's just a wonderful balance between the spiritual and, and the practical. Yeah. Yeah. And, and moving toward the end here of, uh, of this book, in chapter 17 is titled The Blue Servant. Uh, you challenge people to draw a picture, like depicting uh, <laughs> us as blue servants. And you even had this hashtag blue servant where you could share that with people and encourage each other. And for me, um, you don't really, you know, no one's going to come ask me, hey, will you draw me a picture <laughs> put it on my wall or put it yeah. on my fridge? My yeah, mom Jared, might put it on put my stick figure self there. <laughs> yeah, and so it, it, beard it, on it. <laughs> this isn't the first time I've heard this either. And so, you know, why is in the realm of counseling, why are, you know, even if you're not an artist, 
what power is there behind drawing things? Like why, why is that such a popular like <clears throat> technique, I guess counselors use when helping with this anxiety and depression? Our imagination is, is very powerful. And um, I, I try to leverage people's imagination as much as possible, even their theological imagination. But uh, drawing out a, a picture of yourself serving, you're going to, even if the picture is horrible, right, as far as <laughs> being a stick figure, yeah. and I don't want to see you guys' drawings. Up there, <laughs> right? But um, there, there's something therapeutic about drawing it out and giving an image to it rather than, than just words. So you could label it, but giving an image to it, you're going to, excuse the pun, you're going to picture it differently. It would be a lot more um, putting some flesh on, on the bones, right, as far as what what this will look like. So whether whether you're drawing it out or just doing an envisioning, you know, type of um, uh, exercise, dreaming, thinking about what this looks like, it makes it more tangible. And, yeah. and that's why I will often have clients draw pictures or doodle, you know, uh, whether it's, and some of them are really great at it, you know, really artistic and others, they say, Hey, I'm, I'm terrible at this. I, I said, good. But anyway, right. So, <laughs> we draw it out. And I like to, um, with my, even I will model it. Uh, we've got my clipboard and I will draw it. I'll say, here's my PowerPoint. So I'll draw out these, <laughs> these pictures, you know, uh, but Folks, just pro they process it differently. And I, I think another way by drawing a picture of yourself, it's a perspectival shift. You're able to shift outside of yourself a little bit mm. and kind of take a good, honest, a good, honest look at yourself. Yeah. All right. So you can only do that, though, if you can step outside yourself to look back and, and, and even at what you hope your future self to, to be like. So, there's some there's some method to the madness, but uh, it is fun to to do and and I think um, at times uh, individuals just by drawing out pictures of themselves will come up with ideas or concepts that they might not ordinarily think of, and so it just it causes them to think about it in a different yeah. way, process it differently. Yeah, and and staying with this idea of you know connecting different parts of ourselves and, and putting into practice being practical at the end of each chapter, you have some blue tasks, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I thought was to me, I, I mean, unique. I haven't read a lot of books on depression and anxiety, a few, but I, I really like books that, you know, that are meant to help us that at the end they say, Hey, here's something you can do. So what was the idea behind those blue tasks at the each, at the end of each of these chapters? I'm going to get credit to who credits do my wife. Hey, all right, there it is. Missing so, shout out. Look, even the color wheel. I mean, yeah. goodness gracious, she came up with uh, the, the the color concept. And, and and by the way, and I'll answer your question on my on my website, RyanNoelFraser.com. We've got some little video clips that kind of explains mm -hmm. some things, even different color bracelets, and you know that communicate the way somebody is feeling without having to articulate it verbally. But um, with the blue tasks, Missy, she was very strong with me saying, you need to have practical ideas at the end of each chapter, <laughs> ways that people can, that can kind of little challenges to put into practice some of the principles. And, 
And so um, I've got a lot of feedback on that. People really like that because it, 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 it gives them something to do, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and typically, I'll give them multiple options. You know, I don't have to do all these, but right. choose, choose one or two of these things. Mm-hmm. Do all if you want to, but choose something that you can do as a blue servant. You're, you're serving in the midst of your um, blueness, your whatever whatever shade of blue of, of depression you're dealing with, but you're still serving. And a way, it's a way to give agency to individuals. There's something I can do. There's, there's, there's empowerment in this that I can serve and find uh, meaning and, and purpose. Because one of the, the things that so many individuals that struggle with mental health issues deal with is that it's a big slam to their self-esteem. They feel worthless you know, and, and, and feel less than. And so I'm trying to remind readers that you're not worthless. You are very worthwhile and God's not done with you. And the things that you can do, um, even though you might be limited in what you can do at times, uh, don't, maybe you'll get knocked down, but you're, you're not defeated. Amen. Amen. As we kind of finish up the interview here in that chapter on the blue servant, I like this. You say, just because you struggle with depression doesn't make you less than spiritually weak or unworthy in your service to God. I underline that. I have like a little page tab on that. And I'm like, man, we need to be hearing that way more often, especially after this year. Uh, Young, old alike. I think as we had time to think and be by ourselves a little bit, maybe we found out some things about ourselves. We're like, oh, I didn't know that was going on. And we became more self-aware, but then what do we do with that? And so your book, I think, does a great job of helping people say, even when they're sitting here in the pews, you know, they will talk about being, you know, having the joyful, the abundant life. And like you'd mentioned, you know, they may feel very isolated. They may not feel like, well, that that's not me, yep. but it's okay to not be okay. Let's recognize that. And then let's help each other through that. All right. You don't always that's, get over stuff. Right. Sometimes you just figure out how to help each other get through things together. And uh, even these folks who have suffered in this way, we go all the way back to the positive nature of this. I try to remind people, when you come out on the other side, this is a ministry for you now. Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity for you to help other people in this these same circumstances. Yeah, one of our shepherds here at West End always says, we're walking each other home. Yeah, I like right? that. We're together. Um, so, Dr. Fraser, every time we have someone on, we always like to ask, you know, what is your your last you know, parting wisdom here yeah. that you can give us uh, about anything, really, in life? <laughs> Look both ways before you cross the street. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> good wisdom. That'll stop a lot of anxiety. No, I, I, um, I think just to to recognize that um, uh, life is brief. Uh, it's like a vapor, mm-hmm. uh, James tells us, yeah. and. Um, uh, even even when we're suffering, going through the most difficult of times, uh, just don't don't lose sight of, of of Jesus. Don't lose sight of heaven, of the hope that that is before. That's what gives us joy in the present. You know, even even when when we are suffering, for the joy set before us, and for the joy set before Jesus, He endured the cross, right? And you know, I. Um, 
I want to put in a shameless plug here too, and maybe to help you all out because some folks might be trying to get their hands on the book and mm-hmm. the original. I've got a couple. This is the original version, so it's blue. Mm-hmm. It has 17 chapters. The new version that came out is this one. Ooh, I like the new cover. Chapters. So I added I added a couple of um, chapters on it um, with. Uh, uh, speaking about you know some of the benefits uh, of ser- of serving for a, a Christian who suffers with depression, also added a chapter on women who uh, Christian women living with depression, dealing with depression, some more specific. Good. But um, the, the good news is the second the second edition is a lot cheaper than the first edition. It's more. Oh, enough. okay. Whoa. That has an added okay. bonus there. Don't let Amazon mess you up when you go on there because <laughs> do not buy the first edition, right? It's $19.99. The second one is $12.99. So okay. they just wanted to, I think you the heard publisher. It right here on Not Sunday's podcast. There it is. That's know? right. Yeah. <laughs> buy the second edition the, at Amazon. The publisher um, realized, uh, I think they wanted to get it in more people's hands. Gotcha. And uh, make it just more accessible. And so I, I thought that's great. I mean, they mm-hmm. knocked the, the price down significantly. But I, I just appreciate being with y'all. And yeah. um, if I can be a, a resource to any of you, your listeners or congregation, man, that, that's why God put me on the earth. I think so. I'm I'm glad to glad to be part of this, and really appreciate the opportunity to share some of my passion uh, with you guys today. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you so much. And again, the book is Overcoming the Blues by the second edition on Amazon. As you heard it here from Dr. Fraser himself, Overcoming the Blues, Finding Christ-Centered Hope and Joy Through Serving Others. Wonderful book. And again, we didn't get into a lot of the stories that are in here. but And so I, I'll just use that as the little, you know, I guess the little bit of hook, of hook yeah, yeah, for you to go out and buy this book because uh, it, it's, it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Dr. Fraser has a wealth of knowledge and experience yeah. and, and thank you for fitting yeah. us in your schedule yes, most definitely. Um, and, and being with us and talking with yeah. us today. Yeah. Now you also, you will go to, you mentioned this a couple of times, tell us a little bit about how people can get in touch with you. Uh, congregations can get in touch with you to host seminars about this because you were doing this and I imagine you're going to start this back up sometime soon if you haven't already, but tell us how yes. we get in touch with you. Yeah, um, congregations can can reach me either through my Frida Hardeman um, uh, email or just my, uh, my through my website. There's a, a, a way to email me. Okay. There and it's uh, emails just ryannoelfraser at gmail dot com. But go through uh, on my website. There's a way to to connect with me there and. Um, upcoming, and I've, I've had to limit things, but I know like um, in the summer in July, July 21st, I'll be at uh, Martin Church of Christ um, speaking about what to do when I'm suffering. Mm-hmm. And then I've, I've, I've tried to limit uh, my talking the, through the summer, but August 4th will be at Gray Mears. So that's a, uh, there in mm-hmm. Columbia on how do I talk about children about feeling anxious or depressed. And then um, at the end of the summer, August 15th or 18th, we'll be in New York, Waterford, New York, speaking to the New York Chaplains Association on uh, crisis counseling. Something about a three-day workshop with um, all the New York chaplains. That's pretty pretty exciting. Just I solicit your prayers that God works through that for, for his glory. Yeah, so give us your website one last time. Give us the address for your website. Yes, it's Ryan. Noel, that's N-O-E-L, it's Ryan Noel Fraser, it's F-R-A-S-E-R 
um.com ryanmarshall.com wonderful yeah and like i said great resource and great book you you need to get this book and read it um well and it may not be you like you've mentioned this in the book it may be somebody you know i love how you open it you say you're reading this for a reason right you're reading this either because you struggle or maybe you know somebody that does or you want to help somebody and so pick up the book it's a great read uh very personal a lot of great i mean just the stuff you've been through i'm just going to put that out there again as the hook for people to read this um, he's speaking from experience, but it's practical, it's challenging, it's spiritual, and uh, just love everything about the book. You did a great job uh, writing it, by the way. So thank you so much for all, sharing all your wisdom and being with us today on the Not Just Sundays podcast. Thank, thank you very you. much. Well, you guys keep up the good work and um, love to all my brothers and sisters in East Tennessee and, yeah. and everywhere else. At this everywhere uh, else. There you go. <laughs> All right, brother, you take care and and God bless you and all your work. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, brother. All right. Hopefully you've enjoyed today uh, with Dr. Ryan Fraser. Uh, I know that we enjoyed this conversation, like we've said now, like a hundred times. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I mean, there's just so much there. Yeah, it does. And again, you can find all those links to everything he talked about, uh, where to purchase the book. Make sure you buy the second edition of it and how to schedule him for seminars. Yes. Uh, he's just a really neat person. Oh, yeah. We're he talking is. about how we have to get him here to West yeah, End. Absolutely. So we can just you know have our congregation be yes. part of that conversation yes, with him. absolutely. So make sure to check all that out in the comment section on our Facebook page. Um, if, you, if you're not listening to us on Facebook or mm-hmm. watching us and you want that information, you can email us at notjustsundayspodcast at gmail.com, and we will get back to you with that information. So yeah. what do we have coming up for the next? Because we talked about this at the beginning of this series Uh, But we're not done talking about mental health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so we have some more guests coming in May. And what is that about, Billy? Yeah, so again, we're going to have Dr. Nathan West and Chris Mm LaFever, two professionals in this field, who are going to come in and join us in person. It's our first in-person guest. So we're excited about that. Two tables. That's right. So we've extended some things. Yeah, Um, we will. But uh, we're excited because we're going to talk about – now, I know it sounds odd to say we're excited, (laughs) but honestly, (laughs) it's a refreshing conversation. We're going to talk about the Christian and suicide and and the stigma there, the the misconceptions. And so I'm really looking forward to that conversation. I know you are, and I think you all listening or watching with us will really benefit – um, from this conversation with Nathan and Chris. Yeah, believe that you will. And it, that's the thing is, remember, this is this is about not just what happens yeah. on Sundays, yep. but, you know, everyday life as Christians and how do we help people who are struggling with their mental health. And yeah. that's there, there's some things we can do, some lessons we can learn, very much so. So excited about that, looking forward to it. In the meantime, God bless, yep. and Lord willing, we'll see you sometime soon. All right, see y'all. for joining us today and remember if you're watching us on facebook or instagram please like share and comment so we can spread the word big thanks to the ministry league for their partnership make sure to download the ministry league app or go to the website ministryleague.com to access lots of great resources including other podcasts just like this one the not just sunday's podcast is produced here in knoxville tennessee at the west end church of christ studio music is by jazzer take me higher Have a great week. You can reach us at notjustsundayspodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or smart remarks. Remember, being a Christian is an everyday thing, not just Sundays.